bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Bagley's here, the telephone's ringing, the tapes are playing. What can I tell you? I forgot to block call waiting, but I certainly didn't want to block you, Ed Begley. Hi. Hi. Our listening audience, we are Waking Up in America. We're a team radio magazine, and you're the fly on the wall. So listen to some of the most intriguing conversations in radio, and you're going to be really pleased, I think, with the one today. We've got a surprise for you, too, Ed. Great. Yep, yep, yep. Our radio expert, Cherie Ross, will show you how to incorporate essential oils into your daily life. And I'm going to, Cherie, at some point you should tell Ed because his daughter's got a broken, was it a foot or a leg? It's it's her foot. Or her foot. So if you can put that in before Ed needs to leave. He needs to leave at 1220 sharp. So sure, Debbie Ringchop, <laughs> thanks. And Debbie Ringchop, our doctor for money, she's going to help light up your financial future. We've got Will Rogers, the voice of, well, Will Roberts, the voice of Will Rogers, which is always a delightful thing to have. And I'm here to actually bring you editor's comments and the main guest today. Now, Ed Bagley has been a friend of Waking Up in America and Dennis Weavers for a long time. So there's a whole bunch of interesting people that are going to show up as we focus on turning America green in thought, word, and deed. So... Our guests come from all fields, from Olympic champions to nutritionists. What we're interested in is the best of the best. And I loved Carol Channing being on the show. Every person is really great. They have certain characteristics about themselves that when practiced over a lifetime, for instance, Larry Hagman being lucky, that's a trait he sees in himself. If we live in these positive traits and we choose that thought, then we will create valuable lives. And the people that have been on Waking Up in America for the last 20 years, they've made a point of living to their highest potential and leaving their greatest legacy. And it's just such an honor to have been talking to people over the last 20 years. One of my favorites, of course, was John Denver. Now, everybody can make their world green. You can do it one thought at a time. And... <laughs> while you're making your world green, while, while we're doing it, if you're walking around your house and, you, and we we hear one of the editors uh, with a bang or a slam or the FedEx person coming, that's who um, came when Carol Channing was here, uh, just understand that this is absolutely, totally real radio. Plus, you can go to our website at wakingupinamerica.com, and, oh, my gosh, over there you can find out all the other places that were played. You can find out how to get in touch with people. You can enter our contest. Where, truthfully, the only thing I can possibly give away this month is Ed Begley's spot remover. (laughs) (laughs) That's your little commercial, Ed. You're so sweet. Thank you, Val. You're so welcome, honey. So if you go to the website, you sign up for our contest. I've got holding in my hands here Begley's Best Spot Remover, carpet clothing, and much more. And furthermore, Larry Hagman's already tested it. So there, Ed. Did he sign off on it? If he did, I'm in good shape. Uh. Yeah, he did sign off on it. I don't think that's a perfect reason to play it right now, Pete. Can you play it now? Pete. (laughs) Where's Pete? Well, well, Pete is uh, finding it. I'll just thank Larry for trying it, and thank you for mentioning it. Hang on a minute. Um, Deb? Yeah. Can you call Pete? Or Cherie, can you call Pete? 
too good to miss. We tried to get it in the um, in the studio, Ed. Yep. Oh, he's. <laughs> um, it'll be on in just a second. Great. This is just. Your conversation was a gift from God. What can I tell you? So while we're waiting for Pete, one of the things that you should know about Mr. Bagley is he's I just on... took Ed's stuff. I just got him. I got home, <clears throat> walked upstairs, and the guy delivered it as I was going up to the concierge. That's good. Yeah, and I tried the spot remover on a on a persistent st- red wine stain right next to my uh, my couch in the living room. Yeah, my granddaughter had been here, and <laughs> she had entertained, I guess. Uh-huh. Was. It took it off in one application. I mean, really? literally it took maybe 30 seconds. 30 seconds and the wine stain was gone? Gone. I mean, oh. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. And this stuff is supposed to be biodegradable and it doesn't have any toxic, uh, is, is, you know, non-caustic, non-toxic, biodegradable. on animals? And all profits go to charity. Now, that's very generous. on animals, yeah, that's right. Now, we were just talking before the show, if we could get... Um, if we could get ourselves to each just give one percent to something that we believed in, boy, couldn't we make a difference in the stories that are here on the planet? So Ed Bagley and Paul Newman and others of you that we don't know about that are doing this, thank you very much. I actually was inspired by this process, Larry, mm-hmm. and in Mexico, um, where I, I have some lots down there and I'm helping my friends get lost. Uh-huh. Every time we do a business transaction, uh-huh. uh, we're contributing one percent to the town. Oh well, yeah, that's smart. So there you go, Ed Bagley. Now, I can't imagine a better testimonial than from you and Larry. I'm going to call him up as soon as we're done and thank him, and I will thank you. That's very sweet to play that. Isn't that great? I That's love great. it. I just love it. And I, I, we were rushing because, first of all, we were going to go over there and see you, and I thought, well, gosh, Turner, if he's not going to be there, at least I'm going to pick up the stuff. You're so I'm right. standing in front of your stuff. By the way, you got to have the stores tell everybody where your stuff is and put it out in front. I agree. So it's like somebody needs to just go around and say, uh uh-uh, uh, bring his begs and stuff to the, because I had to teach him where it was. <laughs> okay. Then I looked at your website and, um, they're not on there yet and see what's going to happen. We have 800,000 listeners a month. So you better get ready, man. I got to get ready. You're right. You just got to get ready. I'm going to get the word out. Thank you. So you're very welcome. Now on, um, you're also doing CSI Veronica Mars and you and your wife Rachel Carson have been doing the new series on HGTV, right? Right, Home and Garden Television. It's on Sunday nights, 10 in my time zone, the West Coast, uh, 9 in other time zones. And it's a great show. It's kind of a how-to show about a lot, about a lot of environmental stuff that I've done here. And also it's uh, hopefully a bit of entertainment, my wife and I, in our very unusual way of, uh, of relating to each other and, and standing our ground. And she speaks her mind, this woman, God bless her, and I do too. <laughs> So we kind of meet in the middle. She wants things that look good, and she she likes the environment, of course. She cares about those matters, but she wants things to also look good and be aesthetically pleasing. I have that kind of male thing of, uh, come on, let's just make it efficient. I could live in a bunker, you know, right, and that right. wouldn't be very good. So she's helped me a lot visually, and I've helped her environmentally, and we meet in the middle and show that you can have both. Oh, that's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, definitely what um, she brings to the, the game, dear Rachel, is is beauty and style and grace and some good feng shui, actually. Yeah, she's, she's good. Now, how did you get started on all this? Where did you meet Rachel? Where did she come into the picture? It it's actually like pronounced deep. Rochelle Carson, and okay. she is a wonderful lady. We met uh, through a friend, Maurice Lamar. She introduced us, and then we re-met years later at a Friends of the River event, an environmental benefit, and... Uh, 
you know, I, I was very smitten by her. She's a, a very beautiful woman inside and out, and we hit it off and started dating, and next thing you know, we were going together uh, consistently and, and uh, exclusively, and then we had a baby, and we got married, and, you know, we've really uh, built a good life together, uh, and, you know... I, I did things like I put in a drought-tolerant garden in 1989, and it was very nice when I put it in. It was quite beautiful. But then I got busy, and I let it go. I couldn't find a gardener who would work with well, drought-tolerant drought tolerant garden should have lived for almost every, even if you weren't being good. I know. And I, I, you know, I let things go without knowing it. You know, I come in the back door and re- didn't really look at the front. I didn't have a gardener, so I said, well, I'll do that myself. Then I got busy doing movies and didn't get to it. So she said, this looks like the Adams Family Garden, you know? <laughs> And so we redid it, and it was still entirely drought-tolerant, but it looks good. And that's what we've tried to do in every way around the house, to have things that are environmentally sound but have uh, nice appearances, and that's possible. It's, you know, I can give you a cool beverage and a warm shower. I'm just going to do it more efficiently. Well, somebody sent around this email, okay, which sounds like this conversation, and the email had to do with um, somebody bringing out a bunch of water containers all the way from a paper cup to a, you know, some really beautiful pottery right. to, to drink their water in or their tea right. or whatever they're going to have. And everybody went for the, the really finer thing. And the guy went into, like, why did they really even need that? Why did they need the beauty the little cop served? And I thought, this poor man doesn't know anything about... Right. Uh, he doesn't know anything about feng shui. He doesn't know anything about feeding your soul. Exactly. It's, it's very like, important. So you, it sounds to me like when, when you hooked up with Rochelle, did I say that right? Yes, you did. When you hooked up with Rochelle, you actually hooked up with your soul. I, I certainly did, because once these things were in place and they were still drought-tolerant, but they looked good, and other things inside the house, furniture and what have you, they're still environmentally sound, but look good, I went, my God, I like this. Not just a <laughs> it little, feels good. But I like it a lot. I look at it, and I, I feel good. So um, it, it turns out you can have both. I didn't know that until I met her, and uh, so it's working quite well. So what year did you claim her as your as your your married partner? Uh, we've been going together exclusively monogamous relationship for over a decade, eleven years. But we decided to tie the knot six and a half years ago and uh, get a piece of paper somewhere to document it. But uh, we've been going together uh, unquestionably for over a decade, for eleven well, years. Well, it's interesting because did you happen to do that because you were legitimizing the birth of your child? Exactly. Our daughter had been born about a year before. She was a year old, and we went. You know, it'd be better so she didn't hear at school. You know, some people are provincial, and uh, why aren't your mommy and daddy married? And we went and got married, and uh, it's good for everybody. Well, it's, it's very interesting, but when you committed to that and when you did that for your daughter, you actually changed something for yourself. Do you want to just mention to our listening audience the difference that you experience? See, married isn't a civil ceremony. Married is a state of consciousness. Right. And then it represents itself in a civil ceremony. Right. But I would just love it if you would share with our listeners the shift that you went through when you went through just living together to actually allowing your energies to get married. Yeah, we were really uh, married in a, uh, a very real sense 11 years ago where it w- became clear that we weren't going to see other people or we were together as a team. And then we decided at some point to go and just codify that as one would celebrate and codify any relationship to do it in front of witnesses. So there was no question but that we felt that way. If someone needed to go back and see a paper trail of that, they would have that. Yeah. And, but we were, we've certainly been married in every sense of the word for 11 years, but now God help us with, you know, 
health insurance and other things and uh, personal property, it's good that Rochelle is protected so no one would come in the state of California, anyone, and say, well, you don't really own that house. It's uh, We're going to take it to the state. You know, she has more rights legally now, which is, uh, I think, So you important. formalized something. We formalized You it. formalized something. You were able to give yourself rights. You were able to give your daughter protection. And inside of that, I imagine that you feel some kind of security or some kind of... Um, way that you're actually doing the right things, like in everything. Yeah, I'm trying to do the right thing in this relationship and in every way. And, exactly. Uh, that certainly felt right to do that. It felt right after, you know, years of dating and this and that to finally settle down. And it felt right to uh, have this wonderful child, my daughter Hayden, that we have, who's uh, seven and a few months now. And it felt right to get married. All that felt right well, you and know, it is right. You're, what you're reminding me of is Jerry Weaver. Ah, because Jerry Weaver was married to Dennis, I'm going to say, I think it was over 60 years. Yeah. And as his widow, she has a power and extension and family that she couldn't have claimed in quite the same way if she lived with him all those years. Right. You know, just like, she could have even been a tremendously close companion. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's something that, I think that married is actually a term for expressing things merging together. Right. A complimentary things, by the way, and I sometimes think the, um, you know, I love the yin-yang symbol. So it's like you're a perfect combination of balanced yin-yang, and that's just delightful. But at this time, Ed, I want to keep on schedule with you, and I want to make sure that Debbie and um, and Cherie have an opportunity. And Cherie, I was wondering, maybe you could just mention to Ed about his daughter's foot first. You there, Cherie? Certainly. First, I'd like to kind of get a little information about his daughter and and her foot. What happened? Uh, here's what happened. I should jump to the end of the story, the current uh, moment of the story, just for a second. Say, I don't know if it's broken or not. It could be severely sprained. It could be broken. She uh, was uh, riding her bicycle and shouldn't have been without her shoes on. And yes. so uh, that's a very bad idea. I certainly never do that, and I encourage people, even in beach communities, to put on some sort of foot gear when you ride a bike. But she was riding her bike without her shoes, just in the garage. I turned for a moment. She got on the bike and was riding in a circle, and she hit a box that was stored in the corner, a cardboard box with some heavy liquid in it. And that caused something. She, uh, she can't really explain exactly what happened, but her foot hurts a lot. I think it hit that kind of chain guard area hard, and was wedged between the box and the chain guard metal thing. I'm not sure, but we need to get a picture of it in x-ray to see if it is broken or severely sprained so we know what's up. But she's in a lot of pain. She can't walk, uh, you know, on the foot at all, can't put any weight on it. So that's where we are right now. We'll know more when I leave in uh, in five minutes and go get an x-ray. Ah, and how old is she? She's seven. Okay. Well, in, for situations like that, there's a couple of essential oils that will actually bring the pain down dramatically and expedite healing by 75%. Wow. One is Idaho balsam fir, and the other is cypress. Now, if she has ligament damage, then I would add in lemongrass. And if you do those three oils, she will literally be out of pain within a day and will heal up 75% faster. And ex- by doing this, um, a lot of research has proven that even if there is a break and quite a severe break, yeah. um, when you do these these oils, they are not able after six to eight weeks to detect where the break was, even with x-rays. That's how much it heals. Tell me the oils again, please. Idaho balsam fir, lemongrass, and cypress. Idaho 
Balsam, balsam fir, like the tree. Mm-hmm. Idaho balsam f- fir. Fir, lemongrass. Yep. And cypress. So Great. if you if you need help in getting these, give me a call and I can send them out to you right away. Great. I will try that. Wow, that's great yeah. news. Yeah, and it's, it's organic, it's natural, it speeds up healing, it takes the pain away, it brings the inflammation down, and it will it will just do everything wonderful for a body, nothing harmful, no toxic side effects, and your whole family will benefit from it. Is there a website or an email you can give me over the air you're comfortable with so uh, I and the listeners can, uh, or do you want to give it to me off the air? Oh, over the air is fine. Just do see in your office. Yeah, do C-H-E-R-I-E yep. at Young, Y-O-U-N-G, yep. da- dash like a minus sign, yep. living, L-I-V-I-N-G, yep. dot net. Sherry at youngliving.net with that dash yep. in there. Yep. Great. Yep, young-living.net, and I'll be happy to help you out. Fantastic. Very good news. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, Val, is there something Debbie would like to pitch in with? Well, I think you might actually have a question of this guy, and I just think you all should tell him that you're going to go out and find out where Begley's Best is because it's, it would be wonderful if we could all get behind Ed. This is a good product. You're very sweet. Right now so, it's in Whole Foods uh, in Southern California and uh, just in the Southern Pacific region, which includes uh, Nevada and Arizona. Uh, it's in Hawaii as well. Uh, it's in a few other stores in Hawaii in this kind of general Southern California region in Arizona, Nevada. It's with a company uh, distributed called Nature's Best, and now I just got in with UNFI. So it's going to be in Seattle and Portland and all those stores very soon because of uh, the, the wonderful uh, thing that just occurred of me getting in with these large distributors. So uh, ask your local health food store on the West Coast. Uh, it's only there for now. If they could get it, ask your health food store anywhere if they could get it, and that'll help me grow and get with the distributors that handle that region. But you can get it also at edbegley.com. That's B-E-G-L-E-Y. If you can spell my name, Ed Begley. Just do a Google search on the Internet for Ed Begley. You go right to edbegley.com, and I will mail it to you if it's not at your local health food store. Oh, that's good. So, Ed, what are what are the ingredients, the active ingredients in it? Let me just tell Ed that it's actually twelve twenty right now. Can we keep you for a couple more minutes? Oh, I'll just briefly say before I leave, and I do have to take my daughter to the doctor, but I will tell you it has citrus, pine, maize root, olive seed, all natural plant based stuff. That's a one. Uh, my first formula that I have that's a spot remover all-purpose cleaner, and now I have another all-purpose cleaner that does glass very well, and that's all citrus-based, natural plant-based stuff, and it's certified as a biological nutrient, the all-purpose cleaner is, by MBDC, that's Bill McDonough's company. I have a glass cleaner as well that's coconut and alcohol, natural, it's not methyl alcohol, of course, which is quite toxic, it's uh, another much better kind of uh, very clean alcohol. Wood, and, uh, it's probably wood grain alcohol. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, and it, it really works good. It's, uh, it's a good glass cleaner and a great all-purpose cleaner and a great, um, you know, a great spot remover household cleaner. So I have three products and they all work very well. Actually, I have a fourth, which is a concentrate that if you want to mix your own, you can get it in the half gallon and mix it that way. So it's available at Begley'sBest.com or EdBegley.com. And I thank you so much. Val, for having me on, and the wonderful tips for my daughter that will help her heal. I really appreciate it, all of you. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. Debbie, <laughs> what would yeah. you have asked him if you could have? 
Well, um, just something I can actually comment on uh, on his show this weekend on the 21st, 22nd, and I think it replays again in February, the um, Begley's Best. It had uh, Vitrazo, um recycled glass That's countertop. That's your table. Yeah, the countertops were installed yeah. in his home. So great. Uh, that's a really great company, and I really think that people should start looking at these kinds of alternatives, getting into uh, recycled products, and they can be absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you think recycled what? Uh, but the recycled glass, they've come up with a really special um, formula so that it, it adheres perfectly, and it, it looks as good or better than granites and all these other kinds of stones and it's um, just it's a high quality, gorgeous. You can come in all kinds of shades of colors. Because hey, do we know that glass comes in lots of different colors? <laughs> that stuff is amazing. You, so you know, when you beautiful. But it's just like it's like inviting light into. Yeah, your- absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, when light hits it too, it just I mean, it comes off with so many different shades of colors, and it's gorgeous. And that was some, one of the things they featured this last weekend on this show. You know, we should give Laurel Langmeyer a plug here, too, while you're at it. Or- well, actually, those of us that have been working with Laurel, this is one of the companies, um, the Traza that has this recycled glass, is one of the companies that um, was brought by one of our own members to our community to look at for investing, and we we thought it was something that was really a valuable product. And so a lot of us invested in this business, and... Um, Personally, I think getting into things that really meet meet your heart, uh, recycled anything and anything for the environment is certainly going to hit my heart. And um, so I'm really pleased that I'm in the, the Live Out Loud Laurel Langmeyer community because she brings great products, great people to, to the surface so that we can actually look at how to change the world a little more. I... It's almost, I almost don't know, you know, what to say when I think about Laurel and what she's done. Uh, it's a bold and courageous person that takes on the consciousness of literally thousands of people and helps lead them into being wealthy and comfortable and millionaires in their lives. She's a real go-getter. She's actually um, a champion. She's a champion basketball player, isn't she, Deb? I think she did basketball a ways back. Yeah, she's, she's a champion basketball player. So when you stand next to her, it's kind of like standing next to Zeus or something, except this particular <laughs> Zeus happens to be in feminine form, and her commitment is to create millionaires. So, Laurel Langmire, I've given your last two books out for um, two Christmases now, and it's a pleasure to um, it's a pleasure to be working with you, and I thank you for San Pancho as well. Debbie, I'd like you to know that the next seven minutes are yours. Okay, well, I'm standing right outside the um, hospital. I'm once again dealing with medical emergencies, et cetera. Um, but just wanted to bring up a couple of things about planning for the future. Obviously, um, medical issues are things that are going to come up in people's lives, and some of it will happen very unexpectedly. It's critical that people really do start to look for what kinds of um, advanced directives, uh, durable power of attorney, things of that sort that need to be put in place. Um, you don't want to end up having like the Terry Schiavo type of a case where you have nothing in place that says, you know, I really don't want to be just left lifeless hooked up to a machine forever and ever and have family members fighting over one wants you to stay and one wants you to, to be released and allowed to, to move on. 
So you want to make sure that you do take an active step to do those types of things. Um, having a will in place, um, even for many people, it's not necessary for everybody, but for most people, having some kind of a trust in place, family trust or whatever, are really a good idea for people. Um, the intent is, of course, to as as your life continues to change, you're going to have different things that are going to be important. You want to make sure that you have all of the uh, documents in place because, unfortunately, the court system um, can make decisions for your family without you um, getting any say after the fact. So it's even when it comes to having uh, children. If you have any children, you need to make sure that there is uh, a paperwork in place of handling who's going to be responsible for your kids. Because if you have some, one one spouse that's um, no longer able to take care of them, and you know, or one one parent's gone, and then there's the other one left, kids can be put into um, social care programs and stuff, and taken away from the families when all you needed to do was have a piece of paper put in place. So, um, if you don't want to have your kids taken from you, uh, make sure that you have someone listed as. Uh, the responsible guardian. So you have to have legal guardianship set up in advance. It's Debbie, very, very simple. Let me interrupt you for a minute. I think something really valuable here. Could you provide listeners with a copy of that sheet? Yes, I can. Uh-huh. And actually, there's a lot of programs that I have um, that well, are available. Let's with that sheet for right now. So let's. If you can um, just jot me down a, a quick email and let me know that you're interested in getting um, kind of a summary sheet of what kinds of ideas for your um, future planning so that you're prepared for all these types of things that can occur. And just email me, Debbie, at wakingupinamerica.com, and that's D-E-B-D-I-E, and just uh, send me a line and I'll be able to shoot you back the um, summary. Oh, that's perfect. With some suggestions and some websites. (laughs) I couldn't let that one go by. It was just too good. Absolutely. Well, we definitely want to be sure that we have... um, a lot of things in place. I mean, future planning is, of course, for the emergency side of things, but it's also for planning for our estates and what, what kinds of things we want to have done with our houses and just um, lots of different possibilities that could occur. And so having someone just show you some of the different questions just gives you an idea of what kinds of things to think about, and then from there you make some decisions. And nothing is going to be in concrete for permanent. You can't. It's not that you can't change it. You just need to have something to start with. So don't keep waiting and waiting and waiting to find and figure out the perfect thing. Get something in writing. Get it done. Um, I've got some very simple approaches that are that are very inexpensive that can help you get these types of programs in place so that you're covered right away, and then you don't have to worry about it. And then, you know, when something comes up later, there's a new kid in, the, in your family, whatever it might be, some changes, you make some modifications, but at least you got the protection at the beginning. You don't want to wait till it's too late. Um, long-term planning and long-term care, guys, <laughs> I can't recommend it more. Unfortunately, I didn't have it well way early enough. My husband got sick back in his um, 40, early 40s, and... We didn't have our long-term care back in place at How that old is time. he now? He's 56 now. Oh, well, you've been going 16 years. Exactly. It's been it's been tremendously difficult with um, it's. There's a lot of things that become a real problem when it when you don't have long-term care 
in place young enough so that and it costs you much less to do when you're um, before you have any kind of pre-diagnosis problems. But his problem started even back into his 30s. So don't think you're invincible, guys. You got to take care of some long-term care issues early on. And thinking that you're going to do it through work, which is the way I thought I was going to do it through one of my jobs. Guess what? Those jobs aren't lasting anymore. They they don't. I mean, you don't stay at one company long enough, and a lot of that is not transferable. So, well, thinking the, the plan to work, the now plan to work isn't going to do it for you. You need to have your outside plans. The companies are now reducing their coverage too. They are so. definitely. Individual plans is really the way you need to go and or setting up your own in, uh, company at home, some kind of a business where you could set up your own plans as um, a family business or something to that effect. So those are my recommendations, and so this is your doctor for money. Got to take care of our futures <laughs> and take care of your families, and you got to do it now. Don't wait too long because it can be too late in many cases. So. Back to you, Val. Well, here's the scoop. Contact her at Debbie at wakingupinamerica.com. Get that form from her. Connect with this woman. She's a valuable part of your future. That's just kind of the way it works here. Next week, we're actually going to be getting 10 minutes of Noah Wiley from ER because he's involved in a really exciting project called What Babies Want. We're also going to be getting some very exciting human beings, Mary Louise Zeller and her husband, Ron, who are extraordinary physical specimens of what people, I'm going to say, over 60 can create. You're going to be dumbfounded when you see what these people are capable of doing, and it wasn't an accident. They have actually created it, and I'll be talking about the art of winning, and they give seminars in it, and I'm signing up, I think, Deb, for both of them, just so you know. So um, be with us next week as we're with Noah Wiley and we're with Ron and Mary Louise Zeller and we're talking about winning and we're going to be also talking about what babies want. I have a suspicion that'll have a lot of winning in it too. Uh, one of the other reasons I appreciate Laurel Langmire is that I'm going to tell you about Roberto's Bungalows in San Pancho, Mexico. Now these delightful little bungalows are in the, in the city of San Pancho slash San Francisco. This is a charming town with beautiful ocean views. The bungalows are a couple of blocks from the beach. The people in charge are Steve and Diana, and you can't find nicer people anywhere. The The setup is charming, and you can reach it. Here in the U.S., they have one of those translating telephone things. It's USA 1971. I'm sorry, let me do that again. It's USA 1971-239-4120. That's one. 971-239-4120. Tell them that you got it from Waking Up in America and um, that you expect something special in your room when you get there. <laughs> they take all major credit cards, and they're very good at taking cash as well. It's a nice thing down there. When you get to Mexico, you're going to find out that you can get your pants ironed for 80 cents. You can buy a margarita or a beer for under $2. You get the best salsa, and you get just fabulous people there. So check out Roberto's Bungalows in beautiful San Pancho, Mexico. While you're over at our website signing up for our contest, we'd like to have you actually go to the Race for the Rainforest and click on either Marine Wetlands, American Prairie, Marine Wetlands, American Prairie, or Jungle. Every time you click, and you can come every day, you save seven square feet. So 
go for that. Now, there's just a number of good things happening here, and one of the things you should start to really get excited about is who's next online, because Cherie Ross has been a member of the Waking Up in America radio team for five years. She's solid. She shows up. She does the show. She's remarkable in the same way that Debbie is. Not many people could get the hospital wondering what their husband was going to live or die, and to be able to be centered in the rest of her life is very much about being an extraordinary radio conversation. Cherie Ross is the best of the best in her field, which is the essential oils. Cherie, how many people a year do you think you talk to? Let's set aside the 800,000 from radio every month. Okay. A year do you think you're talking to? I'm going to guess over a million, aren't you? I would say yes. That's pretty close. So she's sharing with a million people. You heard Ed Begley pay attention. That's because he's a smart man. Smart, smart people pay attention to simple solutions. Uh, at one time, um, did I overhear you correctly saying that you felt that these might have been the oils that were used by Christ? Um, well, not this exact one because they're not that old. But, um, yes, these these quality, this level of essential oils were have been recorded in the Bible over 300 times of being used for spiritual purposes, for actually medicinal purposes, for healing, for many different purposes. So that's these are the ones. <laughs> I just think, I know very well that Gary Young was not alive. Two thousand <laughs> in the current form. You know? Or these trees weren't either, but their their ancestors are. Yeah. So what's your message for today in the next seven minutes? Well, I would like to share a couple of things uh, with our listeners today. Last week, I was actually uh, working on a cruise ship um, going through Mexico and Belize and uh, Honduras and so forth. And what was interesting is these oils came in so very handy. Some people got um, got motion sickness, and so we used the oil of ginger. And it worked very well with no side effects, very, very quickly, just rubbed it on their tummy. That was it, really simple. Um, and then we had some people who had actually gotten into some terrible sand fleas. And so there's an oil that I work with called purification. And purification was amazing because it completely, the sand fleas don't sound bad, but they created this gigantic, eeping, ooping, eruptive rash on the legs. And the legs swelled up, so they must have been filled with some toxins or some poisons. And the people who chose to use the oil blend that I work with called Purification, actually they started to ooze and the toxins released and the swelling started to go down. The people who did not use the Purification oil, their legs continued to swell and get more red and even get purple. And so they were in an immense amount of pain. And so it was quite an immediate turnaround. One of the women was doing a ropes course on Belize, and she actually broke her leg. And um, she started to use the oils immediately, the ones I'd mentioned uh, before to Ed, uh, lemongrass, cypress, and Idaho balsam fir. And we put it on her immediately. They took her into the hospital. And, you know, of course, there was a, a break in the ankle area. And what she found was they couldn't believe she wasn't in any pain. They could not believe that her pain level was was virtually non-existent. She said maybe a 2 on a scale of 0 to 10. And the doctors were shocked. 
and we uh, they um, uh, reset the leg properly. They they she does not have to have surgery, and they put her in an air cast and um, let her go, and she was able to enjoy the rest of the cruise. So these are just some basic daily uses, and of course, pure good lavender oil for sunburn just takes it away overnight. So those are some simple things. But one of the go ahead. You have to tell me how many drops do you use when you do this? Do what? If you what you were just talking about. Well, for the broken leg, we used probably about five drops of each oil, and we probably did that every three hours, so not a lot. Um, for the purification oil for the sand fleas and the different different bugs and mites um, that people were experiencing out there, um, one of the one of, different people required more. People who were more toxic and less healthy eaters, they ate a lot of junk food, a, a lot of, of sugary product, you know, sugary foods, and drank a lot of coffee and soda pop. They required more oil to get the job done. Probably every couple hours, you know, five to six drops of the purification. Um, those who ate a little bit healthier diet, more vegetables, more fruits, didn't eat so much sugar, didn't drink a lot of pop or coffee, they were able to get by with three, depending upon how large the area was that was the rash was covering, they were able to get by probably with three to four drops on average, maybe two or three times a day. And so there's your difference. It kind of depends upon your body chemistry, how well they work. So we're not talking bottles and bottles of stuff here. That's perfect, perfect, perfect information. Yep. So you know, there's access to it. You know? Those are oh, very, and they're small and they're little, and the airline will let you carry them on because they're small and little as long as you have them in a zippy bag. And, you know, we all had our anti-parasite oils because we were going down into, we were actually down in the uh, rainforest of Belize. That's what the we anti-parasite it. oils are? Well, one is called Pear-Free, and another is called Digize, D-I-G-I-Z-E. And there's a blend of oils like anise and fennel and different oils designed to keep parasites out of your body. And so um, we all can just, you just put some drops in water and drink it or put some drops in a capsule. And it literally, when you're out in these, um, you know, different um, insect and, on you know, unhealthy microbe areas, it keeps you healthy. And we literally spent eight hours out in the jungle in Belize, and it was pouring rain, and it was muddy, and then it would be very humid and stop, and it was filled with bugs, and none of us were bitten on that trip because we all had purification oil on, and then after the rain, and we were totally drenched, we just, you know, put a few drops on our bodies again, and everyone was astounded that our group was not getting eaten up, and everybody else was. That's, that's amazing. So, you know, these are just simple, basic, real basic, simple ways to use these essential oils. Now, the other thing to, to share with is some of us went swimming and um, we came unexpectedly uh, in the ocean. The tides are so strong that you'll be swimming in one area and in seconds you'll find yourself literally on top of coral in another with the, with the strong tides. And so that happened to uh, some people in our group. So their feet got all cut. Well, the, the corals have um, have very unhealthy bacteria in them, and they started to swell up. And so we immediately, there's an oil blend called Thieves, T-H-I-E-V-E-S, and the Thieves oil has clove in it, has lemon, eucalyptus radiata, and rosemary in it. And it's a very powerful, powerful blend of oils. And what it does is it, is it has over 99.96% kill factor of every bacteria that's ever been presented to it. And you, we put that on those members who were willing to have it on, 
and literally in seconds, literally in seconds, the um, the swelling went down, the infection started to reverse wholeheartedly, and without without exception, they started to heal. Where the other people, the infection, their legs started to swell up, it started to ooze, things like that. And so that's the thieves' oil. And um, one of the last things, Dr. Valerie, that you had asked me to talk about today, and that is has to do with the office environment. I work with a significant amount of people Great. who work in offices. You know yes. that I'm putting Will on at 11.45? Okay, yep, okay. that's just fine. And so with the office, I've had a number of people either get one of those water, little small water fountains that trickles water that's not plastic, glass, or they get a diffuser. And they will diffuse the citrus oils into the office. And here's what they notice. Number one thing, and this is across the board, stress levels go down dramatically. Marked decrease of stress in the office. Number two, people are happier. They just feel happier, and there's a lot more lightness. Number three, they're more productive at the office. Um, because their mind is more clear. They're able to think more clearly. And number four, absenteeism is down. And you know why absenteeism is down? Because these oils, specifically lemon oil, orange oil, grapefruit oil, tangerine oil, bergamot oil, these are five oils that actually bring forward a high antiviral capability in your body. Simply by smelling them in the air, on a, you know, throughout the day, your body picks up a strong antiviral capability so it can fight off these viruses. So attendance is higher. So if you'd like to learn more about these wonderful essential oils, give us a call at toll-free 866-RADIO-99 or wakingupinamerica.com. Is that the right website, Dr. Valerie? Absolutely the right website, and it's the right telephone number. And I'll repeat it again, toll-free 866-RADIO-99. Let's start punching the phone buttons and reaching out and getting the stuff that's just sitting there waiting for us. We were talking on the team call this morning about how to create bigger pockets to receive the generosity that's coming our way. A lot of gratitude is showing up in our lives. Cherie, uh, we work with Cherie's Oils for the radio team, and this morning we made a commitment to create, <coughs> um, excuse me, <coughs> we made a commitment to um, create to create really powerful senses of ourselves, we're going to be using three oils. The ones I'm going to be using are highest potential, legacy, and gratitude. And I find that when I operate out of those places that I live an extraordinary life. And so, oops, I'm tired of being a fool. If I can set my biochemistry in the morning, and that's what you're actually doing when you use an essential oil, you're actually establishing your biochemistry for the day because each one of that oils actually has a chemical formula, and gratitude actually contains the molecules that are required to make a person feel grateful. Isn't that nice? So um, when Cherie's talking about the paraphrase, what was going on in my head, Cherie, is what am I going to take to Mexico to make sure I don't catch anything down there? I'm going to keep a bottle of paraphrase um, along with me, and I'm going to share it with people if anybody needs it. The particular town of San Pancho that I'm in happens to have extraordinarily good water. Um, they, it comes from wells where um, Steve and Diane are. The place down there is idyllic for me. Larry Hagman calls his home in Ojai Heaven, and he calls his condominium um, apartment in Santa Monica Heaven South. Um, I call San Pancho God's Pocket. So we'd love to have you visit there, and we'd love to um, just keep these conversations expanding and take your paraphrasing with you. Um, Cherie, you know what would be a cool idea? 
I think you should give away a bottle of Carefree to anybody that wants to travel. It's not just, it's any place that's foreign, right? Um, absolutely. I take it whenever I leave the country um, or whenever I'm going to be eating foods that, that I don't normally eat. And that could so, pretty much protect you, wouldn't it? It's amazing. I come back every time. I travel a lot abroad, a lot. And I am pretty much the only one that does this on a consistent basis, and I'm the only one that never gets sick. Okay, that's perfect. Now, Will, I know you're traveling again. I love it when we have Will Roberts around. Um, we're going to have to send Will a bottle of Parafree because this guy gets around. He does something like 150 to 200 performances a year of Will Rogers. And I actually met him at the um, at Will Rogers State Park when they reopened it after it had been closed three years. Now, this is an extraordinary guy, and he actually, what's the right word for it? I don't know if you say taken on the persona. Um, you can find him at willrogersusa.com, and the guy has managed to put into one minute more than most people can put into a month. So with that, I would just love to hear Will Rogers done by Will Roberts talking. Now, all I know is what I read on the Internet. Well, this week, the circus is in town, the media circus, and the big stories, an animal, a vegetable, and a mineral oil we pay too much money for. Now, media folks are not all to blame, no, sir. After all, you have to read it before you believe it. Now, the media has more power than any politicians. They're able to leak tall buildings in a single bound. They can start a war one day, ruin a career the other, and be back for the evening edition before you form your opinion. Now, media types are not all the same, no, sir. Newspapers, the pen is mightier than the sword, unless the sword was used in a crime. TV news, hash, rehash, and hash again, and anyhow, uh, tabloids. They keep a tab on all of our untouchables in Hollywood, and when they get done, no one wants to touch them anymore. My plan is, if you want to keep the media away from your event, send them a press release, title it Nonprofit, then subtitle it How to Make People's Lives Better. They'll surely not attend. And then pray that you don't have an accident at your event. Now go to my site, willrogersusa.com. The other thing you can do is you can call them at 310-228-710-7105. That's, That's too many numbers. <laughs> it's 310-228-7105. 310-228-7105. And you can leave a message there for Will. He's a part, he actually is a trick roper. He's part of the um, the Mechanical Bull Association, which is another story and conversation all of his own. We'll have to discuss Mechanical Bulls sometime. If I could say anything about life, it's to live it to its fullest, including your gratitude, your highest principle, and uh, what can I say, your legacy. Because... What we're doing now, President Bush was touching on this in his speech last night about wanting to not leave a legacy where our children are um, covered in debt. So I want to remember what we're leaving. There's a quote from the Sierra Club, and it's, take only memories, leave only footprints. I always like that one. So I want to do that with my life. I want to take memories, leave footprints. The footprints I want to leave are the kind of footprints Ed Begley Jr. is living in his TV series that's about economics, um, in his products, which are very beneficial to everyone. So we're all going to be taking a look at our footsteps. And my question to you is, you, know, you don't have to answer at this moment, but what kind of footsteps do you want to leave? And I am going to ask you, Debbie, if you're still here. 
Are you, dear? Well, guess what, Cherie? <laughs> we get to find out what kind of footsteps you want to leave here on planet Earth. Um, what kind? Well, this is the year that I have decided to create more happiness, extreme happiness. And so whatever that means for each person. So for me, I guess the footprints I'd like to leave this year is to create a space or facilitate where people could look at what really assists them in being happy and not where it takes something away from someone else. And not, you know, not just superficial things, but everything. What is it within our heart, your heart that will, that really, really helps you to be happy and share that happiness without holding back? Because our world would be very, very different if we all had a lot more happiness. And it sounds very trite when there's starving people around the world. Well, you know what? The bottom line is this. If having more food would make someone happy, then you know what? Let's figure out how to get them more food. Hey, it's, it's, uh, that's perfect. How about even getting them a home or getting them clothes or... Exactly. What is it that creates more happiness? What is it? And let's get going on it. And well, let's what about have this fun. Same thing? I think 1% thing could solve a lot of this. You know, Norway took on Africa. They contribute a part of their national, um, their, their gross product. It goes to Africa as a don't, not a donation, as a commitment every year, just like I'm committing 1% to San Pancho from the sales. Norway and, and is committing a certain amount of their income, however that a country talks about that, to Africa every year, and so are a number of countries in the, in the um, European Union. Had you heard about that at all? No, I haven't. I haven't at all. And what I know is that education is the key. So, you know, we need to not only create safe, safe, healthy places for people to live, but we also need to create a place for them to learn that they can be more than what they were taught when they were children with some limiting belief systems. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's what I'm going to have to say. (laughs) Honest to God, Cherie, I started this radio show 20 years ago. This is the 20th year of Waking Up in America, and it has required brilliant minds from all over the place talking in my ear for 20 years for me to enjoy the life I'm living today. And I'm just so grateful that this was the choice I made. Absolutely, and that's how, see, we are here to positively affect not only our own selves but each other. And this is the year that I'm asking everyone, if you are a person who has tended to be a taker and has been more self-centered and self-focused, maybe this is the year for you to start to look outward and see where you can become a contributor. And if you are a person who's always done everything else for everybody else and always put yourself last, I'm going to encourage that this is the year you decide to make yourself and your health and your well-being a priority and so that we restore balance. We restore balance in our communities and in our families. And then there's also all the people that try to do both things. <laughs> you know, they try to give and they, um, and, and they're, they're trying to receive and they're, they're very tired and they're very busy and they're trying to do everything. Right. Um, Part of what we're talking about is a natural energy that occurs when you feel like you're winning. And that's our lead-in for next week, actually. Do you know what the sound of winning is, Cherie? The sound of winning? Uh-huh. It has a sound to it. No, wait, okay, well, I know what my sound is, but what's your Okay, sound? what is your sound? Oh, I have just 
it's multiple sounds, and one of them is like, woohoo, woohoo, woohoo! And, an- and, and another one comes from my heart, and it's like, if you've ever seen a little kid that is like a, a two-year-old or a one-year-old that is so happy, and they just squeal with delight. They just squeal, and they just, they just are delightful, and any, when you look at them, you smile. You can't help it. They're it's dancing. Contagious. They're just dancing around. They're so happy. They're just like happy, 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 and they just squeal. And they raise their hands up and they just shake with happiness. That's good. In the the beginning, back in the beginning, the sound of winning came from the sound that an arrow made when it missed the target. Ah. It's a bullseye, okay? Sin was the sound it made when it missed the target. That's it. Yep. When you miss your mark. When you miss your mark. When you miss your mark, you know what? So what? You do it again. Just do it again, and you re- and you can tell when you're winning. <laughs> another clue to when you're winning? This is another clue. Oh, yes, applause. Applause. <laughs> People will clap because they will get excited that you're getting what you want. Yes, very much so. Especially if you've been kind to other people as you've done it. You know what I'm saying? They go, oh, yeah, she really deserves that, or he really deserves that. If you include, you know, this is about being inclusive, not exclusive. Totally. Totally, totally, totally. And that's what happens here on Waking Up in America. And please notice who shows up. Back in the back in the eighties and late eighties when I started this, John Denver used to show up. Do you know what it's like to appreciate the past and know the contribution that these people made to their lives? He created a company called Windstar. And Windstar just did remarkable things in the area of the environment long before it was fashionable. You know, Valerie, Dr. I mean, excuse me, my mom used to work with John Denver before he was John Denver. And, yep, she used to work at the Sheraton Hotel in downtown Minneapolis at the end of the Nicollet Mall, and he used to be one of the guest artists there in the lounge. And he would sing, and she said he was always the most polite, the most kind, and she knew he would make it big because, first of all, his talent was unsurpassed. But second, she said, is he never excluded anyone. He was he was the most friendliest, most warm-hearted entertainer. That he and he talked to, talked to everyone. He was polite to the wait staff. He was polite to the coat check people. He was polite to everyone. Wow, you know Carol Channing is like that. Yes, Carol Channing. If you meet Carol Channing, I hope you all meet Carol Channing. You meet Carol Channing, she's standing there in front of you, she takes your hand in her hand, and she sometimes she just brings it up close to her face, and then she looks you straight in the eyes like she is so glad that she has seen you. She looks at you like you're her long-lost friend that was one of her favorites, and, oh, my God, she's found you. So... I had that experience with her, and I watched her do that with other people, and I assumed that she thought she knew us all. On the radio show, this radio show, I asked her, I said, so, Carol, you treat everybody like you're an old, they're an old friend. And she looked, she said, aren't they now? So what would happen if we treated everybody we met like they were an old friend? That's what I'm thinking, Cherie. And that's exactly it, because somewhere along the way, you know, as the the secret seems to be, you know, on the big wave now across the United States, and many of us have seen it over a year ago, and 
and you know it's it's really just hitting now its peak where people are starting to pay attention and what it says is that many messages one of which is that we're all connected and science has proven this through many many you know uh, scientific experiments and studies and the key is is that how we treat others is how we treat ourselves oh that's perfect and our own Gail Ellen will um, she's actually been asked to do some public talks about it we're keeping our fingers crossed that the Oprah show goes through for her next week um, chance to see her she's a remarkable woman the program has been produced by Kirkguard Media Inc partnerscloningcompany.com James Murphy and Memoriam and thanks to the brilliant team at Voice America for the e-cards they make for us and today's desk with Debbie as she goes through her process with her dear husband Technical Officer Pete Laubach, our webmaster Jack Abicat, to Jeff Spinard and the team at Voice America, and Megan for that music that you're hearing, which is almost ordinary people. This is for all Sellers, Ron and Mary Louise, and also we will have Noah Wiley. So there you go. The time you spoke them. We're almost all Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com.